0: Hey everyone, welcome back. We're the Gambling Guys. Welcome back to the Cub Content Studio on the uh, Pull Tab Sports Network. We are happy to be here. We're excited to talk to you in episode number trace, number three. So today we got a pretty quick one, but we've got some really interesting things to talk about. This is a post-Super Bowl podcast, David, post-Super Bowl. And who are you? My name used to be, well, it was W2 Pete to begin with. And then? Then it was Parley Pete. And now we are? Now that I've seen some personas online and realized that I'm literally like stealing names from people, it's
1: (laughs) unfortunately, and you'll hear about this later, Prop bet, Pete. I think it's super fitting that you're prop <laughs> bet, Pete. It just happens to work out right like that. Want to thank everybody for listening. It was just, it's been great to see some of the views on YouTube and on Spotify. And thanks for bearing with us as we get our brand straight and our name straight. I am still David Casino. He
0: is still David Casino, and uh, he's still
1: here. He hasn't run
0: off yet, or run me off. So we're here to talk to you a little bit on the agenda today. Of course, agenda sounds like we're in a meeting. But uh, what we want to talk about today is obviously, first and foremost, that Super Bowl and how it turned from something that I felt was really boring and depressing, quite frankly, with my bets,
1: to exciting and down to the end, and I was on the couch yelling at the TV. How about you? Yeah, same way. So I'm going to get into... First time of doing some prop bets, and we'll get into that. I was pretty darn excited. I think I might be hooked on it. Yeah, And I was actually more pleased about the game I, I, at the yeah. end, just getting it to be a game. Um, what was it? Only the f- second one or something, or a long time since it's gone into overtime. So it's always great to see that. Second
0: one in re- recent history that I can think yeah. of. I
1: think it might have even been the second one all time that went into overtime, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You happy with the outcome?
0: Uh, yeah, I am happy with the outcome. I, I'm
1: happy. I
0: mean, the, you look at what. Vegas does with odds making, and it's
1: a wonderment to me.
0: because uh, you look at the spread and the over under, and how close were they on that thing? Well, I think
1: we talked about it prior to this, right? I think it started at 47 and a half, the under over. And then if you were betting at some books right at the beginning it was forty six and a half. Can you and forty seven was the number.
0: Forty seven.
1: Wonderment. That's a good word. They are so good at it. I'm sure obviously they got machines bigger than you and I in there that are yeah. running all the algorithm, but super close.
0: Well and you and I are in this business now. We're in that IT business where, you know, the newest thing is these large language models and AI. And I'm sure there's a lot of that um artificial intelligence as long as is as, as well as as you said, algorithms going into it, but it amazes me at how close they can get. Um, you know, they were anywhere from the time we bet, I think on our podcast, we had we had bet roughly 47 and a half as over-under, as you said. And by game time, it was 46 and a half, and it ended up at
1: 47, right? Yeah, so we picked the winners, but we didn't cover the over. We did not cover. that. It, is you had that, yeah, the first and second part of the second quarter, which is kind of a lull, right? A yeah. couple of fumbles and the change. But, okay, so... Are you ready to get into your prop bets and prop bet Pete or you know because or maybe I want to say I got a text from Pete as they were flipping the coin and he <laughs> said heads or tails for twenty. Yeah,
0: that's correct.
1: So I won the first twenty dollars. You
0: did win the first twenty dollars. Uh, I did want to step back for one second though because. On this cast, we're introducing a new segment, um, a guest segment... Love it. ...where we have a new uh, guest, and we'll introduce him as the time comes. And we'll be asking him some questions as well. We got this little thing called Five Question Wager. So, um... He has not been prepped on this, our guest, so this is going to be fun to see his reaction. And of course, David and I always have a little money. And why
1: don't we introduce the guy? Because he's right behind the black velour here, and he's making this whole thing really possible.
0: Without any further ado, maybe? Do it. All right. So guys, uh, this is one of the people that's very important to both David and I, and a gentleman who is only appropriate that we bring him on as our first guest, because he's our producer. He's one of the creative folks here on our show He helps us with our content. He does all the wonderful things like make sure you can hear us and see us. Uh, So I'd like to introduce to you Sal. Sal, are you out there?
2: Hey, boys. I'm here. Hey, Hey everyone. Thanks for
0: having me. And one of the reasons why we wanted to have Sal on, obviously, is because he means so much to David and I uh, for the show, but also because uh, after last, I think it was the last podcast, and even the first one as well... We literally sat around for an hour and just talked gambling. We talked Vegas. We talked gambling. The first thing we say when we see Sal is, you know, what's the, well, who do you like at, at Augusta and the Masters? What would you think of the Super Bowl? And, Sal, uh, you've got a few stories to tell, uh, and we're looking forward to hearing them over time. You're going to be with us a long time, so it's only appropriate that you're our first guest because you're going to be the longest-sitting guest on this show. Hopefully we last
1: more than three episodes, David. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to do a little homework because what we're going to talk about is not only those five questions that you mentioned there, prop bet Pete, but also uh, Masters futures who we're liking already because it's uh, what couple, less than a few months away.
0: I like that you want to get into the Masters already. You said that uh, in our pre-production meeting, and I was like, "Isn't it a little early?" But it's really not. It's really not. It's never
1: too early to bet. Quite frankly, it's, I mean, if you think about it, it's what it's six, less two months away, less than two months away it's probably 60 days away yeah and it feels like we're we're doing this from stillwater minnesota and it's we have had no winter so it feels like spring so it's only fitting that yeah. we're thinking about a tradition unlike any other
0: and like any other you couldn't have spoken it better than jim nance does <laughs> i can't even get the shit out um the one thing I will note, and this is our, our our discussion that you and I have talked about quite frequently, is you are looking mighty dapper in, uh, I believe it's one of our sponsor sweatshirts, but I'm going to let you talk about it because it, it's sweet color. I don't know what color you call that. Is that a mauve? Is it a red? Is it a purple?
1: But um, you're looking pretty sweet in that. I This thing, it fits great. It feels super great. We talked last time about Chill Boys. Chill Boys hoodie. We talked last time about the underwear that they have, the boxers, the briefs. Um, This came in. I absolutely love it. Um, So thanks for the call out. I think we still got that Chill Boys 15% discount. We do. At chillboys.com for our listeners. Uh, I will. I did say last week uh, when we talked about their underwear. Well, you said you weren't wearing any, Well, for the record. So I don't know. What are you going to say this time? I am wearing underwear today, and they happen to be Chill Boys. They they are? Yes. Which one did you do, the bamboo, the boxer briefs, or the briefs? I went with the boxer
0: brief, uh, and thank you, Chill Boys, for calling me out and sending me a pair of the boxer
1: briefs. And uh, I thank you, too, for allowing him to wear underwear. (laughs) These things are mighty comfortable. And... um, well, I'd show them to you, but I'm no, no, surprised. let's not. Do that. This is ag G-rated. Let's, let's not PG. We love you, program. chill boys. Thank you. The hoodie's awesome. The underwear, I, I'll take Pete's word for it that they're great. I'm going to try some as well. <laughs> okay, so let's so let's, let's let's Super do Bowl. the prop bets. So Pro, prop your bets? your prop bets for the Super Bowl, because if let's just set the stage. If you're listening for the first time, this we're glad that you're here. If you're listening for the third time, you'll know that. Uh, prop bet. Pete is was zero for twenty on his prop bets, and he's pulling up a sleeper app right now. And I will pull up mine. Up, but how many did you make for the Super Bowl? On
0: the Super Bowl, I made three separate prop bets. Okay, we'd love to hear them. You would. Okay, <laughs> so let let me preface this with with uh, the fact that I'm in a very dark place right now, and those of you who are gamblers understand that when you are literally like. It feels like you're the cooler for the group. Uh, if you've ever, not never seen that movie, uh, William H. Macy, Cooler, great kind of prop bet, not prop bet, but great gambling movie, right? Uh, go watch The Cooler. I am the cooler at this point, and I will tell you what I've bet, and you, are, you will be um, astonished by my losses. So... Super Bowl bets. I bet prop bets on sleeper like I always do. Uh, my first parlay was, hmm,
1: here it is. Oh, boy. Uh, $10 bet. Okay, uh, good. You're not betting the mortgage, so $10. Six-way. Oh, good. <laughs> Six-way, Sal. Let me guess. You lost?
0: Six-way. <laughs> you lost? Weird. I'm 0 for 21.
1: How, how many did you hit on this one?
0: So I had Christian McCaffrey on the under for rushing yards. I, t- I took that one. You got that. I had Marquez Valdez-Scantling for over 18 and a half receiving yards. I would hit on that one. Got That's that. a green arrow. I had Mahomes for uh, over 27 and a half rushing yards. That's a winner. Yep. I hit Brandon Ayuk uh, for an anytime TD on the under. So he was a half of it was a half a touchdown.
1: I took the under on Ayuk. That's four in a row, and now things get a little ugly. But did you? Well, so this is I all one part. i gonna ask if you learned anything because if you would have bet four, that would have probably paid about two fifty, three hundred bucks. Uh, education is lost on me at this point. Okay, so um, dark, yeah, dark place. Prop I mean,
0: bet beat. Old dog, new tricks, need to learn some new tricks, yep. no question. Uh, otherwise, I'm going broke. Uh, Debo Samuel Samuel, I had on rushing yards over 16.5. That was a, a loser. And uh, Rice I had for reception yards of over 67.5. Why I did that, I do not know. But I think a lot of people bet Rice, uh, Kansas City wide receiver as well. Uh, so four out of six I hit, so at least I'm going there. So that's prop bet number one. Prop number two, I'll go through it real quickly too,
1: because it also was a six way parlay. Uh, and I hit three out of six on that one. Okay, so we're all for twenty two, and you probably didn't hit the last one and you did a six way? Uh actually I did four. So. <laughs> so. Okay. It turns out I'm all Did you use the same players, or did you just switch it up and you got everybody uh, on the roster?
0: I did uh, switch it up a tad bit on the second or on the third one. I went Valdez Scantling for the same bet. Got to that one, uh, Wharton um, defensive tackle. I went the under on a sack, which you should never bet sacks. We'll talk about that later. I hit on that one because he did not uh, yep. get a sack. half. Good. Half was the over under. And I bet Samuel and Brock Purdy for more than, uh, for under 247 yards.
1: And that didn't go well. Because it went to overtime. And I'm going to talk about mine in a second that went over. Okay. Got it. So and you went, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. You're zero for 23. Zero for 23. Uh, Did you have fun, though?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, the one thing about um, this is kind of prop betting <laughs> is it's an absolute blast. And you and I can have tell a story later about the Kansas game last night. Uh, the basketball game, which I had no business betting Texas Tech or Kansas. Uh, And the only reason I did is because the uh, soon-to-be Mrs. David
1: Casino uh, has spent a lot of money on education at Kansas. Um, Undergrad and law school degree, so I have to say rock chalk every time I see somebody wearing KU. And she got me into it, but that was a really bad showing. That
0: was not pretty, and uh, you and I commiserated over our... um, depressive uh, bets last night. What's not depressing... Okay, here comes
1: the fun stuff. The time, truth be told, Mm -hmm. up to prior to these podcasts, never bet on Sleeper or did any prop bets. Okay. I made two bets. Two. And I took my own advice, and I had one bet, both Mahomes and Purdy on over. Mahomes? Just two ways. Okay. 20 bucks. You can bet two ways on Sleeper? (laughs) You get these pop-ups that are like Pete. Just keep betting; your odds will decrease. This is perfect. (laughs) So I bet twenty dollars. Patrick Mahomes and and Purdy is over. Luckily, went into overtime because Purdy only made it for me by five point five yards. Still made sixty dollars and eighty cents on that. Sixty dollars and eighty cents on a two-way parlay. Just a two-way. Think about it: twenty into sixty. So the hell is wrong with me? Okay, well here's where it gets interesting, and this is I jumped off the couch on this one. So I had both Purdy and Mahomes for above rushing yards. Purdy was at eleven and a half, and he had the official was (laughs) twelve. He ran for like nine, and then I think like four, and then had a two back. And you you took the over, took the over, and he got to twelve, so just enough. Patrick Mahomes, when he ran for that twenty some, I jumped off the couch. Oh, I. Bet Dogs went like what Eric what are you doing? And that like, was think... literally
0: in the last minute or so of the Super Bowl.
1: Well, there was a, there might have been that time cuz he's he got 66 yards overall, so there was the time before that just got me above the 27 and a half. Okay. So I think there was two bigger runs. Okay. But here's the other thing. I took Christian McCaffrey at under 90.5 rush yards. That $20 turned 103 and 80 cents.
0: So you were 2 for 2 on the Super Bowl and made Hundred and sixty-four dollars
1: and sixty cents. I forgot the sixty cents. That's just you know rounding error. <clears throat> error and just you know, we're trying to educate everybody and prop bet Pete that you don't need to make six way bets. So <laughs> I thought <laughs> yes, I'd do, do a shout out for my oldest daughter, <laughs> you need to chase Lindsay and her boyfriend Ben. Okay, they Ben made three bets. Ben made three bets. So you got them from him. Okay. Yep, all
0: two ways. All two ways. So he did three bets two ways.
1: What what kind of numbers was he betting? So he bet 10, 10, 10, wait, 10, 5, and 10. Okay. And he won on both $10. And again, it was just a two-way. So one was Christian McCaffrey over a certain amount of pass yards and Patrick Mahomes. He missed on the rush and TDs for Christian McCaffrey. I think he wanted San Francisco to win. I should have checked with you first, Ben. But then he did the exact same thing, the over on Patrick and uh, or Mahomes and Purdy on passing yards. So, wow. all I'm saying is you Good don't have him. to bet it six ways, you don't have to bet it four. But you know what? We just said it too. It's all about entertainment. For those that are listening or watching, thank you. We love it. We also want you to know we're doing it from an entertainment perspective. Do not bet the mortgage uh, if you're listening to Prop. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> might be interesting to Sal. What, maybe what you should do is listen to uh, Prop Bet Pete's. Uh, bets and just do the opposite we could have another well, under so t- i've
2: <laughs> mentioned that but here's what i don't understand pete is how did you not take the top four of your six and make one ten dollar bet and the bottom four overlap it make another ten dollar bet and if you hit one or the other you would have evened out at well even made a little money
0: i believe they call that hedging don't they <laughs> uh because i literally love the art of I'm addicted to the multiple at this point. And so as you add complexity to your bet, as you said, the probability goes way down. But I I love watching that multiple go up. So, hey, for $10, bucks, i am at 21 times, right? Uh, I'm going to rethink that now. So, Sal, that's a good
1: point. Um, (laughs) I'm going to be calling you two clowns. uh, No, um, we actually love this. Tonight, probably, to talk about it. If you do lose the five questions here in a you know in a few minutes when we, we we ask the questions, yeah, you might still be in that dark space, and we're gonna have to send out a couple of
0: yeah. You might have to send out like a um, or What do they
1: what do they call that? A wellness Welfare check. check. Yeah, we'll do the wellness check. We'll do a welfare, welfare. check tonight. Yeah,
0: because uh, I'm home alone. Mrs. Prop Bett Pete is off uh, out of town for a few weeks. Hey, so. speaking of, do you wanna mention what with? What happened with Kim? I would, but let's finish up the prop bet thing, or the uh, Sleeper discussion, because we have a f- mutual friend, Robert, Yes, who uh, listened to our podcast and said, you inspired me. I'm pretty sure we did inspire him. I'm pretty sure he made that bet long before. Uh, but he sent us an example of what he bet on Sleeper, and he bet eight ways on one of his bets. Now, he had several other bets that he hedged, Sal, that he made money on, which I have yet to figure out how to do. But... He hit 7 of 8 on that prop bet. And you know the one thing that got him?
1: It's something I said earlier. It was sack. And TJ lost out on both a sack as well. Yeah. So if there's anything there we're learning is sacks, like Henry said earlier, it's yes. not a good bet, right? Sacks are a, a sucker's bet as far as I'm concerned.
0: And they can ruin your bet. He lost that that last way of his 7 of 8 in the first quarter when Chase Young got a sack. And that that just blows your bet right there, so they put up these sack bets, and I and you know I'm pretty sure that you can if you're studying well enough you can probably bet it pretty closely and and, and have some education to it and get there, but they're definitely a risky bet, yeah. especially in, if, if you you know parlaying them with multiple. Uh, Things that need to happen, right? Five way, four way, parlay.
1: So, Robert, thanks for sharing. It was awesome to see that yep. text from you, and and thanks for listening. And and uh, better luck on hitting that eight way next time. Exactly.
2: So, so one br- thing, guys, could... brings up a good point. Let me. I, I'd like to ask. Yeah. What, Love it. What do you think of first half bets, for or against? Because it can ruin your your game experience, right? I mean, you're like, ah, oh, now I'm done.
0: You know. The first, well, the one thing that first half bets give you is the opportunity to bet second half. That's exactly. <laughs> I was going to say the same, and God bless you, Marley,
1: or prop bet B because I, I was going to say I'm a complete fan for it because then I'm an bet optimist. More. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and we're going to be in Vegas during the Masters. We'll bet on Thursday, and then we'll bet on Friday, and then we'll bet on Saturday. So
0: uh, I'll tell you the a fir- uh, good first half bet story. Sal is uh, my son is a huge Premier League fan, as a lot of the younger generation are. And he told me, I think it was last year, he was like, I am betting first half Premier League like there's no tomorrow and I'm crushing it. And I'm like, I don't even, I know not of what you speak when he told me that, right? Like, I I know the Premier League, but I don't know much about it. And he's like, it's so easy to bet first half Premier League because I always know when teams are going to play conservative and I know their setups. Really? And I know how to bet them. And... uh, I think as he and I got into the football season and we're both Packer fans, he kind of or um, waylaid on that a little bit and and got off of it. But I think he was doing very well in first-half bets on the Premier League. And he actually said, it's great because, and I took that from him, it's great because if I lose on the first half, I can chase on the second. (laughs) So there you go. What do you think, Sal? First, What do you think is first-half bets?
2: Well, I just don't like I mean I mean it's a fifty fifty thing, right? Because you can you can ruin your game experience for the afternoon. Yeah. Or like you said, I would never I mean You're chasing. It, you can chase it on the second half if you want to.
1: Yeah, but chasing's dangerous, right? When you're all for twenty three and sleeper. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the thing that I wasn't expecting, having been one of the first times I bet on that KU game before yeah. the Super Bowl and then the Super Bowl. Yeah. It actually was way more enjoyable, to insert right into what you guys are saying right now, for me to watch games inside of a game. And I honestly never thought I'd say that because I was an old school bet on the game, bet on the outcome like Vegas, right? The under, over, right? The spread.
0: Yeah, when we first started talking about sports betting, you and I, as we were planning the podcast— um, just in general, you said the sports betting piece, I'm not really into that much. I'm kind of more into the casino and, but I'll definitely get into it. And then once you found sleeper, I think I found a guy who really likes it just as much as I do. I mean, I just love watching a game and cheering for someone, right? Take, for example, uh, Kansas last night, right? David and I both bet on Kansas because of the, um, because of the connection there. And David got me into the game, and and it was on ESPN. And I bet what I thought was a lead pipe lock, right? Because <laughs> it's Kansas. And what did I text you during the game when things were not going well? What oh, effect was it? What did you say? It was the Pete Venuda cooler effect. Oh yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I am an on. Uns- I am frozen right now. Uh, as you got to snap betting. out of that though. We yeah. were so we well, were at the casino on more.
1: Saturday and uh, we were, yeah um, it wasn't until about halfway in that I think Pete woke up or something happened you took your jacket off put your glasses on yeah but you still miss keeping that full house I don't we're gonna have to
0: yeah you were a little disappointed in me David and I uh love our casino visits together and uh half of the fun is just being able to spend time with each other uh, talking about sports gambling and gambling and casinos in general on the way up and back but well, uh, we went up and uh, played some video poker this weekend, and I was just in the wrong frame of mind. I, I think I was kicking myself for my, my sports bets. I think I was distracted. And you saw it. It was a real, it was an ADHD type thing. And it happens. Um But I could tell you were frustrated because you were like, listen, this is not the Pete that I usually gamble with. We need to do something different. Well,
1: you stand on the First T or seventh T and you're in a dark place, guess what you're gonna do? Quack quack, you're gonna duck that thing O B. Right. Yeah. So I mean there's a yeah. there's a bit of positivity you need to bring to the table. Do you think I think you should bring it up. Do you think Kim's win? If you want to tell the listeners, yeah, could change it, could snap you out of that dark place. I mean, it's you got to live through your lovely bride on this one. What do you think?
0: Yeah, so uh, interesting story here because uh, my wife is not normally a board better or a square better like uh, like we are. Even as we talked about squares and cells, shared with us um, some numbers that he had. He had a numbers board going as well. Uh, I don't think you won anything, did you, Sal? Did you win anything on the Super Bowl?
2: No, nothing. There yes. was I'm um, probably mm-hmm. since the playoffs I'm probably three, four hundred down. Oof. Yeah. yeah. That,
0: that's uh that's always hard because then you feel like you need to make it back. Uh, but my wife was in Steamboat, Colorado and uh with a friend. And she went to a bar where they had a minimum purchase amount where she would watch the Super Bowl. And they had a numbers board there. They had several numbers boards. And by the time she stood in line, she her and her friend were like, Hey, let's get in on this action. Let's get on the ten dollar board. They got up to the front of the to the front and they said, We're all sold out on the ten dollar, the twenty dollar. All we have left is a fifty dollar board. Fifty dollars per square, right? Hundred squares like we talked about last yeah. podcast. And um, if you want in on it, it's fifty bucks a square. Well, she looked at her friend and she said, Well, I've got a hundred bucks. I got a hundred dollar bill. Let's just Give it a shot. Throw it down.
1: They bought two. They bought two squares. Pooled between the two because we talked about this before. They did
0: pool because nice. they opened up another board later, and her friend put some money in. So they said, "Well, let's just do this together." Love it. So they sat and they had dinner, and they had a few drinks, and they enjoyed their time, and they watched the Super Bowl. And um, it gets to the end of the Super Bowl, and they look at each other right before the fine right before overtime, and uh, her friend's like, "You have? I think you have a five in your number." And my my wife's like I, I guess we haven't they didn't hand them the, the the numbers and of course they didn't really look that so up. they they went up and they just wrote their name down and saw that it was five right. and five and I think it ended five and three or five and yep. two I forget what it was five and two I think and uh, sure enough
1: Mahomes runs that one in ends up five and two she wins the final on the fifty dollar board so we did this last time I think we went ten percent twenty ten percent or 10, 30, 10, what, what What? What was it, 50%? Hers was 50%. So tw- 2500 2500 Hey, that should snap you yeah. out, Prop bet Pete. So Get I out am... of the <laughs> cycle. Get out of the circle in the drain.
0: <laughs> I am sitting there just licking my wounds, right? It's 10 o'clock at night. The Super Bowl's over. I'm like, what can I watch on Netflix? Because I am getting my absolute ass kicked over the last three weeks. And the phone rings, and it's a FaceTime call. And it's Mrs. Prop Bet Beat, who apparently bets better than I do. And she's like, I just want $2,500. And I'm
1: like, what? <laughs> Love it. Do you think um, – well, maybe I'll save that. I was going to say, do you think any of that's coming back? They're going to have a good time. They split it. They're going to have a good time out there when they before they come back. That's awesome. I think you and I might see that money, a little bit of that money, go into a slot machine in Vegas when we're out there in April. I love it. So, I love it.
0: Uh, I'm going to uh, stop real quick because we didn't talk about this, the snacks, the snacks at the Super Bowl, because, quite frankly, I, I – uh, I love snacks, and I love the snacks of the Super Bowl. And I literally this year was by myself because I didn't really have a party to go to, and I wanted to kind of concentrate on my betting, so I had a couple screens going, the whole thing.
1: We all see how that went, right? (laughs) Maybe you just need one because maybe the three screens you had going, actually each one was two prop bets, and you thought I'll do two here, two here, two here, and you got six ways. So maybe you should just stick to one screen. But we're getting away from, because we had the same thing. I'm guessing you had some Jimmy's dip with you. Well, here's what I did,
0: is uh, because I've been kind of cutting down on my carbs, I I made myself some sirloin tips at halftime, right? You made a bunch of sirloin tips. I saw the pic. May, may have been about a pound worth, yeah. And so um, seasoned them up, marinate them. They were fantastic. And I realized it's Super Bowl. It's kind of a cheat day. And I look over, and in the corner, there's these little Jimmy's caramel dip Things, and uh, I had had a few there sitting there, and they're calling to me, "Come get me! Come get me!" So I grabbed some uh, ginger wafers that we picked up from Trader Joe's or something, and I pulled out the caramel dip. How good! Well, I ate I think maybe three three little. Tins of that stuff.
1: So you'll grab three more on the way out. It's yeah, great that you some say right that. Here we were having some vegetables. It was just Eric and I at the lake and watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, and she brought up the Jimmy's dip. So we just sat there with a little celery and some carrots. It's it was great. It was ranch dip? You went with the ranch we dip. Just went with the ranch. So uh,
0: we are fans, and we thank them for their sponsorship, but we're also consumers. And uh, got it. their caramel dip is crazy good, and I'm sure you'll attest to the. I'm grabbing some on the way out tonight. Did you go Smoky Ranch or you just went regular? I think ranch? it was just the regular ranch. Okay, okay. They've got that small. I think it's Smoky Ranch, the one that I mentioned last time. That's really good with vegetables. So, so thank you, Jimmy's, and we appreciate uh,
1: your sponsorship, and
0: uh, we certainly are fans of your product. So, so just
1: to recap on the Super Bowl, yeah, you still have and other prop bets for yes. prop bet Pete. has still hasn't won one. Still, zero have, for twenty three. I'm zero for twenty four with the Kansas game last oh, night. Oh, there we go. Okay, so probably zero for twenty five. Okay, if you count out, mine, I'm three bad. for four because of the the KU game last night. So you're running. 75%. But I was running third three for three until last night. Right. But I think we should switch gears. The cooler Pete effect. Bring go. in our our guest and try up these five questions. And and why don't you why don't you talk about those five questions? Yes. Yeah, so, and how we bet on them. Right. And then we'll get into the Masters future. I, I like your transition there.
0: Um, so, Sal and uh, and everybody out there listening, uh, we've got an interesting little concept here because as a guest of the show, uh, we've got five questions for you. And unbeknownst to you or benounced to you now, David and I bet on your answers on every single one of these questions. So we have a C-note on every single question. No, you don't. (laughs) And do make sure
1: you get it right.
0: So two things here. One, be as um, specific as you can in your answers, okay, and make sure you answer in my direction. And two... Take about. I know we don't like dead air here at Pull Tab Sports, but take about three seconds so anybody out there listening can can um, bet on your answer as well.
1: As opposed to when you took about four minutes on the average daily rate for the you know the second episode. Oh, you mean what I was delaying? So you were I delaying could... and googling. <laughs> I was not googling. You, so Sal <laughs> won't be able to google this because this is personal questions. So and not too personal though, right? No, we're not yeah. going to get two percent. Like That's not it. today. Let's do it. Um, Here we Are go. you ready, Sal? I'm ready. All right. So, Sal, question
0: number one. When you decide to have yourself a beverage, do you prefer wine, beer, seltzer as one category? So there's two. Wine, beer, seltzer, spirits, or other?
2: Oh, that's a that's kind of a tricky question. I mean, the go-to right away. Yep, beer seltzer.
1: Damn it, bingo! Damn it, I knew I loved you,
0: <laughs> David's plus a hundred. All right. So, question number two, Sal. <laughs> when you decide to pull up to any casino, pretty soon there'll be a casino of our favorite. Choosing because I'm sure we'll get some sponsorship here. But when you pull up to a casino and you walk in the front door, what is your favorite game to play? Now, you have many options here. You got sports book, you got blackjack, you got poker, you got slot machines, you've got video poker. What is your preferred wager game in a casino
2: format? You're both going to lose.
0: Okay.
2: Pygao. Oh, <laughs> oh! You are right. That was a... no way. You got it, Pete. No, no. no you're right. Oh, we I... you both.
1: We both lost. Oh, okay. <laughs> but hang on a second. We have to have another episode soon for you to discuss this. Yeah. I, I want to learn even about know how to well, I yeah. don't even. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Can we have like on one of these episodes a Pygao
0: 101, Sal, is that okay?
2: Yeah, we. Could, yeah, Ooh. I got a perfect guest. We can bring in for Pygao 101. Pygao's awesome. so easy because you can you can have a. You can spend little, very money and have a lot of fun. And if you're unsure, the dealer tells you.
1: Huh. Hmm. That's what I need. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, you know what? I love this. This is unscripted, and we just got ourselves another episode. Right. And I'm going to be educated on that one. Well,
0: we we all will. And uh, for the record, uh, Sal, David uh, bet you on a sports book guy, and I I had you on blackjack. Oh, okay. uh, So we'll
1: just cross that one out. Question number three.
0: Question number three, which is related to question number two, but a little bit different, but still in the game. Weird, it's still part of the gambling subject. Uh, what age can you recall it, that you gambled your first dollar? What Eight, age were you? 18. Oh, I took the under on 10. I thought you were gambling at seven, dude. Like,
2: come on. <laughs>
1: so on that one, I picked, for the record, I picked an age, and then Pete well, had so to do you go mean, under Do you mean like in a nope. legally? No, no. What no. we win is I am up two C notes with two questions to go. There's no other <laughs> questioning needed. Your answers are final. They are final, and first, we're moving on first to question final, number right? four. <laughs> I'm not even going to argue that. they got to be first
0: and final, and you said 18, so okay. that sucks. All right. All right. So. I'm down 200 so far, Sal, and I've got two chances left. So your favorite meal as a protein selection. So is it beef? Is it chicken? Is it fish? Is it, well, you could seafood, I guess we'd call it, right? So you kind of got three choices there. What would you choose as your favorite meal, protein-wise?
2: Obviously, it's steak. Steak's Uh, the number one. Yes,
0: you're my
1: Yes. Yes. So, truth be told, we <laughs> rotated through. I got to select first on one, three, and five, and so Pete kind of nailed the stake one there. So, all right. So, uh, I'm only up a hundred dollars. You're up a hundred with we're the in, last one and we're into and the final. I think as I've... you as you can see, we switched. Sorry, but as you can see, we switched away from the gambling, but we're still gambling on the question. So this this last question isn't related to gambling, but it gives a little lens into who you are.
0: Well, they all do. Sells the greatest.
1: All right, here we go. So,
0: when you travel, what is your preferred destination of travel? Is it domestic, 50 states, including Hawaii and Alaska, or is it international travel? What is your preferred destination of travel? Two choices, domestic or international.
2: It is domestic shit
1: i will split Why? my 200 hundred dollar winnings with
2: <laughs> I you. i know your heritage Sal. With... come on dude no. <laughs> i like so i like small vacations four days in and out and the less travel the better i can go to arizona golf for three days fly back on the fourth
0: well i should have known too you're a big vegas guy too right yeah you like yep. vegas like go we to, do, so. yeah
2: go anywhere in the desert i like
0: yeah I, I would have um, – and we should probably talk about this too – is I would have probably said international in the past, but um, – It's changing a Oh, it's you. changing for, as I get older. I'm kind of – same as you. I like to be close. I like uh, the amenities of, of the U.S. as far as um, travel quality and – it's just nice to be in, in and out,
2: right?
1: So okay, I know you're trying to cover up the fact that you lost two hundred. So <laughs> yeah, it was 200. all that was a great transition and about like you, where you love to travel and everything, but you owe me two hundred. So Sal, stay on the mic here because what Pete said earlier and we introed you, we wanna switch over. Last time as as Pete mentioned, you came over here and we just sat with the cameras and mics off and it was a great conversation about golf and gambling. So we want to start the conversation with you and uh around What's your, who are you going to select for the Masters? Uh, you probably got the Google up there and know some of them, but would love uh, you to tell the listeners who you're thinking 60 days out for the Masters 2024.
2: Um. Well, so for me, the quick and easy bet is, is always Freddie Couples. He's always in the mix for the Masters, regardless of, where he is in rankings, so. he's
1: like a like a Bernhard longer, right? Like those guys always play well. Yeah, in Augusta is that what you're yeah. thinking? Yeah, but, but so how did... it's
2: always Freddie Couples. Is you know that's that's a one bet kind of thing. Okay. Um, I don't even know if he's eligible this year or not. If his exemption's already up, couples, so I, should, I should look. I think as a winner, you are. Always oh yeah, that's about right. It. He's a winner. In, so unless you
1: select out. Like, remember the last uh, time right. Craig Stadler played and shot like hundred eight or something, the and said like the Walrus yeah. <laughs> said he should probably hang it up. Yeah. I've got a Walrus story in a future episode. Dude laughed at me. Well, now you got to tell it. Before we go any further, where did you run into Craig Stadler?
0: So many years ago, Johnny Miller would have this this, uh, father-son challenge thing at Thanksgiving Point in Utah. And one of the sponsors uh, was a company that we worked with closely, so we got invited out to it to play. And we got to play in the Pro-Am the day before this father-son challenge. And we got paired up with Craig Stadler on the front – and Kevin Stadler on the back. Are okay. you kidding? I've never heard this story. Oh, it's a great story. So uh so we're we're <laughs> we're we're playing the front nine and, and Craig Stadler's hilarious because we're in Utah and Johnny Miller, as you know, is Mormon and there's so there isn't a lot of alcohol around. And he's like he's telling his caddy the only thing I want you to do is find beer for me in this place. And this is a godforsaken place. So that's a huge challenge for you. So go find me some beer. Right. Like that. He had a lot of jokes. What What and year was this? This was probably 2005. Okay. Okay. So he had just won. I don't know if you remember this we can look up the year. He had just won the Canadian open the, like the weekend before. So his son was on the bag, his younger son, Chris and, uh, Chris and Kevin, Kevin had not made it yet on the tour. He was still kind of hanging around on, I forget what they called that tour back then. the remember when Lehman did that thing. What did they call that tour? Do you guys remember? Um, it was before what it was... It was the mini tour, right? And then yeah. It was, then it was like, you know, something.com tour, or whatever, web.com or something yeah, tour. That's a, yeah, good right. call. Yep. So w- w- we're playing in this scramble in the Pro-Am. And... we use the pros drive obviously because he's bombing it down the middle and we get to this par five on like the second hole and he bombs it about 280 down the center and we all drive up to it in our carts and he drives up and he's sipping on a miller light or something i think it was miller light that he really liked and uh he's like who wants to hit first let's just go for it because i'm gonna hit a you know, 2-iron or a 3-wood or whatever to this green. That's probably 240 to the the green at that point, right, because we're playing from, like, the whites or something. So I step up with a 3-wood, and I'm going to pace this thing, right? So I grip that club as hard as I possibly can, and I go into my backswing, which is really ugly. You've seen it. And uh, I try to hammer the thing. I top it so bad that the ball literally pops up in the air right in front of me and lands a foot in front of me and all i hear from in back of me is (laughs) and i the
1: walrus and i
0: turn around and i look at craig stadler and he looks at me and he goes
1: sorry (laughs) (laughs) i love the story and you know what the best part about it is actually you just created a t for him because in the scramble rules there you go he created a little t with your divot and we ended up birdieing the hole but uh well he birdied the hole i'm guessing yeah. Okay.
0: Later I mean, on, I I uh, redeemed myself with a 100-yard, 56-degree uh, wedge that
1: I put to, like, two feet. And he was like, really nice shot. It was better than the one on number two. <laughs> <laughs> those, you know, I've run into a couple. Of those. those are so much fun. To, to, those guys, they just want to go out and have fun. Oh. Right? Yeah. They, are, they have to be so on on those Thursday through Sunday if they make the cut. And yeah. Yeah, it's great to be able to play with great. those guys.
0: I've got just... many stories about that trip that we'll get into mm-hmm. in the future, like um, – the caddy story and how he paid his caddy who was his son at the time and Kevin was supposed to be his caddy that weekend and he took the younger son and the younger son ended up making 10% of his winnings that's great and when we were talking to Kevin about it on the backside Kevin was like the one damn weekend when I decide not to caddy for him and the old man hasn't made anything all freaking year and the one time he wins my brother's on the bags so my that's brother made 50
1: grand right that's great i love it <laughs> so yeah. All right, so you got Freddie Couples.
2: Freddie Couples.
1: As the traditional just love the Augusta National Golf Club.
2: Right. But who
1: who do you honestly think is gonna win? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so well I'm gonna pick a sleeper. And just in the just in the time that Pete was telling his story, Charles Schwartzer went from plus twenty five thousand to plus thirty thousand. so I always happened. like to take yeah. a sleeper. Right, somebody that might just come out of it. That's a good bet. Um, but the guy I really like, and it's it's, he plays well in majors. Sepp Straka. Sepp Straka played great in the Ryder Cup. Plays great in majors. He's going to come out. I believe he's at like ten, ten thousand one. Wow
1: you picked you picked a lot of sleepers. Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: so the last few, when was the last, when is the last time the top, one of the top 10 guys won the major?
1: You know, I was, so real quick, I just did it this, this afternoon when, before we were coming up and there's usually three or four guys that are in like the seven fifty, 900 to one, right. Or not to one, but yeah, you bet a hundred dollars, you win yeah. eight or 900. Right. Right now I got and, and check me on this one, but Rom Scheffler and McElroy. And then there's another group of like six guys. So you got um, Justin Thomas, Victor Hovland, Brooks, Kepka, Patrick um, Cantley, um, and then Cameron Smith that are like at the 1,200 to 14. So good point. Like, I wonder if any of those 10 guys, when's the last time those top guys have won?
0: Who won last year again? Do we remember Sheffler, right? Scheffler win it
1: last
2: year. Yeah. So, here's
1: the thing that I just wanted to throw out there. That was a top 10 guy last I've year. I've always top been a Rory one. fan and if he can make the um Grand Slam, right? I mean, it's not in the traditional sense of right. the Ben Hogan era of uh, all within the same um or Bobby Jones, what am I? Can't remember. Ben Hogan, Bobby Jones. Probably should have our shit together, right? But he would then he, he would have all four majors. So Rory's just missing the Masters, right? I believe so. Um,
0: I think Rory for me. I was going to talk about this. I'm glad you brought it up. Rory for me is an emotional bet because I want him to it, win. I'm willing him to win yep. the Masters.
2: So last year was John Rahm.
1: Oh, and, and Scheffler was before. the year before. Thank you for the okay. fact checking there. And the
2: 2021,
1: yeah, that was Hideki.
2: H-Hideki Hideki came from nowhere.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I wonder what his odds were. Yeah. He probably was twenty. 2018.
2: Yeah. Patrick Reed came yeah. from nowhere.
1: Ah, uh, the oh.
0: angry Patrick Reed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan either. But the
1: guy's a competitor. You gotta
2: yeah.
0: give him that. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, look at him in the Ryder Cup. So
1: I think uh, I think I'm gonna take one of those top guys. But on Thursday when we're there to bet, what are you thinking? I, I definitely will take some top guys, and I usually
0: go with like a Xander. Uh, Shoffley, Scheffler, you always got to stick a little money on Scheffler. You and I pooled. I don't know if you remember this, but we we pooled with Zalatoris. Um, Is he playing still? Is he doing okay? I think he was on a rehab last year, wasn't he, rehab assignment? came back end of last year maybe. Um, You and I tend to want to take the same as Sal, just a little different because – I don't think there's any way in hell Fred Couples would ever win the Masters. But but I like your thoughts, Sal, because it's kind of an emotional pick as well. Yeah. Um, I think we pool our money again and go for a few long shots as well. Sal brings up a really good point. Pick a couple guys that are down the leaderboard a little bit. Morikawa, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spieth was one that we should talk
2: about. Morikawa's plus 2,500. He's in the top.
1: Oh, he's in the Mm. top 10 then? He's He's been playing some Probably top 12, yeah. yeah. But still, $100 pays 2500 That's the... Yeah.
2: All you got to do is hit on
0: one. Right? Zero for 23. Yeah. Um, so I think that we should... Uh, we should... Let's report back next cast and just kind of do some research on a couple of long it, shots. For the... Rec- Will
2: Zalatoris is playing as a plus, plus 2800
1: Yeah, so they still... He uh, played so good that first year. Remember, he yeah. took it to the wire in the last, like, six, seven holes. Yeah. He was wearing a like a drink golf shirt, like a white shirt with, like, little drinks all over him. (laughs) I was like, who is this kid? Well, he's like a
0: bucko, too, right? (laughs) Like, you you can blow him over with a, right, and over he goes. Um, But I like him. I think he's going to be a a force in years to come. I think he's got to put a little meat on the bones, and probably that's probably one of his training regimens is protein, 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 gain some weight and muscle weight, right? But the guy can hit the ball, so.
1: I love that the the golf season's just around the corner here in Minnesota, and, and I think we could do quite a few episodes, at least a couple, on different golf gambling. Not only just gambling on like PGA majors like this, yeah, in Vegas, but also just gambling on the course. On the course, right? Well, oh, um, I got a great game. Tell us, right? Give us a little teaser right now. Yeah. It's
2: it's called Vegas. Everybody tees off. Yeah, the two closest balls together are partners. Off the tee, off the tee, and and that might not be the longest ball. It might be the second and third person, or the third oh. and first person. You know what I mean? Yeah, because if just, you're
0: if you're if somebody hits a fade and the next guy hits a fade and they end up two hundred yards out, but they're both
1: together, that they're partners. Yeah. So then, is it a um, is it a low ball, high ball? It is high. It's high, low.
2: Birdies, double or yeah. birdies, flip it.
1: Oh, love it. And then you just stay on that hole, and then the two closest balls on the next hole, partners. Yep, your and partner can
2: change every game. Yeah, so or then every you're running
1: total on individual and pay at the end.
0: And the right. differential is the the point spread, right? That's, the point spread. Yeah, that's where the numbers get. Like if I have a Dave and I have a thirty four, and you and your partner have a fifty four, it's going to be uh, two. two
2: or one. Well, it would be forty five? But because of, is it a par four? Your birdie thirty four. Yep, flips it to fifty four. Oh, so the so difference from 34 to 54 and you know you can press so anytime dollar, you want.
0: If you're a buck a point, that's a $21 hole. Yeah. Is that what you're usually playing?
2: Is it, well, buck? it usually ends up at a buck a point, but you know, we start off at like 50 cents or got it. You know.
0: So wow, that can, that can really get into some fun fun swings. Oh right? yeah, there's <laughs> <early swings.
2: laughs> So a story. <laughs> a few years ago, we were with my buddy in vegas and we were playing this game yeah and the one the one guy we go in to settle up and it's like all right jason uh you owe chris three dollars billy you owe chris four dollars jason or uh stevie you owe chris 164 (laughs) (laughs) dollars
0: Not a good day?
2: No, he had a horrible day.
0: Oh, it kind of makes things a little yeah, tough. Yeah, and he's like,
2: what? 3 $4, and 164
1: Where was he on, like, whole 9 or 10? Weren't you giving him- Well, the, I think he's die.
2: so- I mean, you have to be 10 down to press, right? And he, uh. he pressed, like- Right away. I mean, he's in Vegas. He goes, I'm here to gamble. Why I've, not gamble? Right.
1: You know what? Let's do this. This will be fun. I've press. got some stories. We all have buddies we can bring in here. We had a little press game, a roll, re-roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I came down yeah. to the 18th at, at uh, um, Winsong. Okay. Um. And, yeah, I just had my buddy come over, and I said, you want me to miss this putt, right? He goes, no, you're making the putt. I'm like, you realize it's $700 each way, right? That he these goes, guys
0: would owe you. You're trying to be a nice guy. Yeah. He's like, yeah, bury the putt. Go for the throat. Yep Go for the jugular. Do it. It was the only putt I've ever made. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, um, that's interesting. You know, uh, Sal and I have a mutual friend, Stinny, who plays a lot, and he plays at the lo- one of these lo- – there's a east um, side course that he plays at that he's a member, and they play Vegas. I think that's the game they play, Sal, and they play it every single week. Yeah. And they're playing five bucks a point. So there's big
2: money. But the, I think that, that they roll. Ends. Don't they yeah. have like a 17? Oh, that's right. They got the dice. 17-sided dice that they roll, and that determines the value?
1: Oh, that's what it is. You yeah. might have to get that that die in here and take a look at that thing. Uh, well, maybe we'll have Stan. Let's Danny. do it. You can chat with us because he's a big it. golfer as well. Like, hey, did you just almost. get a
0: haircut? Well, I might have shortened the, the flow up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm follically challenged kind of like you. But oh, I'm I, worse than you are. I just... Yeah.
1: You look a little high and tight. It looks good. Did you get any of that Duke Cannon stuff?
0: You know what's interesting? I used the Duke Cannon, what are what they called? The bar of
1: soap. The, the bar of, bar big of
0: shampoo. Ass brick of soap. Well, you use that, but there's a shampoo bar, too. It's oh, like there's, a there's a shampoo
1: bar. bar? Yes. I used it today. Are you sure you're using it right? Well, it depends on where. I, well, let's not go there. Let's it, not is, go there. Is it the Bush uh, Light?
0: It's, there it is, no. folks. <laughs> it was a bar. Uh, I have to find it because I. S- snuck it out of here like. Well, what'd time you think about it? Here?
1: They're another great sponsor of ours. So, what'd you think? I uh, thought it was fantastic. Like, I l- did this thing with the
0: bar <laughs> of soap. For those of
1: you that are only listening on Spotify or a uh, podcast, he uh, put his hand above his head and made some motions.
0: And uh, <laughs> it's got a masculine smell, which is what I, I want,
1: right? I told you last time that midnight there's what's this one behind me? The big bar soap. Yeah, what's the brand, what's the flavor or whatever? Flavor. Oh, the I have no idea. Midnight Swim. Midnight Midnight Swim. swim. Yeah, that's awesome. And then there's another, like, it's, I like it too. It's, if you guys haven't tried it, go to DukeCannon.com. They've got uh, just a whole bunch of stuff. We got some stuff up here, some pomade stuff, some, the big ass brick of soap is fantastic. That thing is, it's, it's big, but I love the smell. I'm a fan of anything that makes
0: me not smell like flowers, honestly, right? And Duke Cannon, uh, that's what they do well. And what they do even better. They support the military. Love and It's it. huge for you and I, and uh, one of the reasons why I personally will continue to be a, a purveyor of their products. Is uh, that makes purveyor? That means I sell them. I will be a consumer of their products forever because uh, – a portion of all their proceeds go to military programs for their families and for uh, veterans and for the military itself. So Duke Cannon, thank you for your sponsorship, and most importantly, thank you for your sponsorship of the military. We appreciate that.
1: Love it. Sal, thanks for coming on. You just make this work for us just so easy, Mm -hmm. helping us get it out to the viewers that we have. Thank you to all our viewers. We're, you're definitely a big part of this, right behind that curtain, and you're going to be on more and more. We love sales it. go. He's on now. Once he's on, he's I on. love it. I <laughs> no. I I amen. So hey, should we give a little shout out to what we're doing Friday night? Well, yeah, I was going to say let's do a little preview,
0: uh, a preview for the next episode, and we're going to turn this one around quick. Is uh, Friday? David and I have taken some time off of our day jobs to spend some time filming uh, at one of the local casinos. And we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of um, recap of that, as well as probably some video that we'll post. Uh, we've got some permission from a casino who shall remain nameless at this point, but we will be uh, we'll be introducing that on Friday and we'll be talking about some concepts in casino gambling, and you'll get to see how we did, which will hopefully be
1: with my attitude better uh, a winning session for us. Well, it's going to be better because yep. we'll make sure it is. yeah. And then we're coming in here. We're having lunch. And like you said, we'll talk about It's going to be, as, as Pete said, um, going to be more around video poker. Uh, we only got permission to do that part of it so far until we build it up and to hit the, the table game. So for those of you that are waiting for that episode, it's going to be mostly on video poker um, and some slots. Uh, we will definitely be doing other. Yo, you like that I said slots. Slots. Little huff and puffers. More something. huff and puff. Huff, huff and more huff. Whatever gets puff. you <laughs> out of your funk or whatever you're in, your tailspin. But we are. This is great. Uh, keep the comments coming, the questions, the text. We just, we're sitting back here and loving it. And we love that there's a few y'all out there that are listening and watching us. But send in the comments because, as we said, we're going to be doing lots of different um, episodes. And would love your feedback. Uh, well said. And uh once again, thank you to our sponsors,
0: Duke Cannon, Chill Boys, and Jimmy's uh, Dips and Sauces. And we appreciate the Pull Tab Sports folks for allowing us an opportunity and a medium to Amen. put ourselves out there. And you, the listeners, are most important to us. So uh, thank you for the overwhelming support so far. We didn't expect to get three. We expected three views, myself, David, and one of our spouses at that point. And uh, we got a few more than that. So thank you, everyone. And uh, we'll see you on Friday.